helping busy parents lose weight and get into shape without dieting with Yuri Dorishuk here on episode number 269 of the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. First things first, start small. The key is creating habits. A lot of times people don't take action, Brad, because they try to line up all their ducks in a perfect row. And until they get everything right, they're not going to take action. I'm a big proponent for imperfect action. Just take the action. So what that would look like practically for someone, start with 10, 15 minute workouts in your living room with no weights, just body workouts. Learn to show up for yourself to get in some kind of routine. Welcome to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, the show dedicated to helping you crush adversity and succeed in life. Brad believes you deserve a life that is fulfilling and impactful. And this show is designed to help you navigate beyond adversity and achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Now, here's Dr. Brad. Hello, good people. Welcome to Beyond Adversity with Dr. Brad Miller. What a pleasure and a privilege it is to have you join me here on what is a beautiful spring day here from the Loft Studios just outside of Indianapolis, Indiana, where we come to you with another great message that help you to navigate adversity and to find your own peace, prosperity, and purpose. You can always head over to drbradmiller.com for over 260 episodes of this podcast, helping you to navigate depression, divorce, disease, debt, and death, and to grow through what you go through. In my own life, I'm going through a few health struggles, recovering from cancer surgery, and one of the processes I'm going through is trying to lose some more weight. Uh, the doc said that it'd be helpful in my recovery if I lost some weight. I know how to do that. I've lost 100 pounds in the past, and uh, I'm about 235 right now, and I need to lose 30, 40 pounds, and I can do it. I know that I can, and one of the benefits I do have is that I, uh, I'm an empty nester, and I'm a retired guy. So I can really focus on this without all the pressures of family life, kids, and so on, and grandkids, and in my case, around. But that's not the case for a lot of folks. In fact, I know when I had uh, three kids at home is when I managed to gain over 100 pounds. And I had to have serious matters a number of years ago, had to have weight loss surgery in order to get that under control. You don't have to do that. Our guest today is going to help busy parents who have a crazy schedule in their life to get in shape without gaining a lot of weight. You don't have to do that. By getting into shape by some natural processes and to do so even in the midst of your busy schedule without dieting. His name is Yuri Dorshek, and he has an Instagram channel. We'll put links to that at, uh, at drbradmiller.com. He's experienced, uh, Yuri experienced struggles in his own life of uh, having a, a wife and child and having his schedule go crazy and crew what he called a dad bod with a low energy and patience with his family and kids bad and just feeling overall yucky. And he knew he had to do something about it. And so he put his mind to it and he developed a process 
that he calls the 4A fat loss formula, and he believes there's potential for every parent to get their life in shape, and that will help you then in your parenting, in your marriage, and other aspects of your life as well. That's what he does now. He teaches busy parents how to reclaim your life, become the best version of yourselves. He calls it the 4A formula, and he's going to unpack it in our conversation here today. And particularly if you're one of those people who's a busy parent, you're going to find this episode particularly helpful. But really anyone can find it helpful as well if you need to lose some weight. I certainly am listening to his, to Yuri's advice and my own weight loss journey uh, following my uh, recent surgery. So listen to our, our conversation today. Take it to heart. Uh, Yuri Dorachek with helping busy parents lose weight without dieting with the four a with the four a formula. Let's get into that conversation right now. Today we've got a expert with us, Yuri Dorachek, who is an expert in helping busy parents lose weight without dieting, particularly without gimmick dieting, with his formula, which he calls the 4A formula. Yuri, welcome to Beyond Adversity. Brad, thanks so much for having me. I'm super honored to be on your show, to be able to serve your audience and just add value and help people on their health journey. That is awesome. I appreciate it. And uh, and that's what we're talking about here, a health journey. One of the many things that people go through when they are facing some blocks in life or some challenges in life is their health journey. And I know, for instance, you talk about working with busy parents. I have a, a daughter and a son-in-law who are in their mid-30s, and they have two children, my grandchildren, my granddaughters who are five and two. And what I hear from them quite a lot is we just don't have time to work out. We just have don't have time to eat. And they work at it. I know they work at it to some degree, but they always complain about not having time. So I want to get to their story here in just a minute. But let's hear your story first, Yuri. What kind of led you to get involved with this area? What's your story about maybe some facing some adversity of your own? Yeah. So back in 2005, I was a in-person trainer. And then back in 2008, I moved from California to Texas to get a higher education. And so during that time, as when you're on campus, you're eating cafeteria food, life happens, gained some weight, I ended up getting married. We had three kids at that time. That was back in 2018 now. And I realized, wow, I am 65 pounds overweight. I remember getting on an airplane, buckling my seat, and I felt so much pressure around my midsection. I thought I was going to explode. So I had to unbutton my pants belt and button just so I could breathe. And I knew in that moment, something had to change. Brad, I was already on the larger set of clothes. You know how we have two sizes, the normal, and then if we gain a little bit of weight, we have that second pair. So I was already growing out of my larger pair. I remember thinking, there's no way I'm going to buy even larger clothes. So I went on a weight loss journey because I was tired. I felt sluggish. I remember coming home after work, just looking at my watch, wondering when's bedtime for the kids. And so I knew it was not right. How am I as a parent 
three beautiful kids, fourth on the way, and I can't wait until they go to bed. And so I knew I needed to get my health in order. So I went on my weight loss journey, and that year I lost 65 pounds. And something magical happened, Brad. I got more energy. I started showing up to work more powerfully, had two pay raises, had a title promotion. My relationships got better. My marriage got better. My spiritual life got better. As a father, I felt better. I had more energy. I was engaging with my kids more. And I realized that when you look good and feel good, it has a meta effect on every other area of your life. It just, it does. And so as a result of my transformation, people would come to me and say, how'd you do it? Give me some tips. Give me some pointers. And that led me into starting my own company, U2.0. And so I serve online. I serve clients online. My company's virtual. And that's what I do. I help people on their journey. I help people like your daughter and son-in-law find that time so that they could become the best version of themselves in all areas of their life. And just to be clear, in your own life, you were 65 pounds overweight and you lost that in about a year. Is that what I heard you say? And have you been able to maintain that since that time? That was a few years ago, I understand. Have you been able to personally maintain that? Absolutely. I maintained it and I created different goals. See, the key to maintenance, I would say maintenance is an illusion. It does not exist. You're either growing or you're dying. And so the key to successfully keep your weight off is to constantly create new health and fitness goals. I think of weight loss as getting out of debt. There's nothing sexy about it, nothing glamorous, and that shouldn't be the ultimate financial goal, right? Getting out of debt, that's the start. So is weight loss. Once you get rid of that weight, then you begin to think, okay, how can I build muscle? Maybe I want to run a half marathon. Maybe I want to do X. But there are always other goals that we can create once we get the weight off. And oftentimes, we're just so busy chasing that 15, 20 pounds our entire life that we just never get to see beyond that. And I believe everybody has a little tiger in them. Once you unleash it, once you lose that weight, all of a sudden you're now interested in some kind of mud run or Spartan race. Or now for Thanksgiving, instead of just going to parents' house with the kids, you do a quick 10K run with the family and then go and have your afternoon lunch. So things change. We change. We evolve when that weight goes off. And so for me, it was that. You use that phrase, interesting, about unleashing the tiger within, which indicates you've got to, to me, it indicates you've, uh, the unleash part of that means you got to take some action. You got to do, to do that, you know, that it's pent up inside of you. And if you release it, some incredible results, some remarkable results can happen. You lost 65 pounds. And I know from talking to you, you have some clients who've done very well. I want to hear about those eventually here. But let's talk about some of the actions that you took and that you advocate people taking, like my daughter and son-in-law, to use as an example. What are some of the actions you could take to help break the tiger out of the change, to unleash the tiger? What are some of the actual actions? Absolutely. So first things first, start small. The key is creating habits. A lot of times people don't take action, Brad, because they try to line up all their ducks in a perfect row. 
And until they get everything right, they're not going to take action. I'm a big proponent for imperfect action. Just take the action. So what that would look like practically for someone, start with 10, 15 minute workouts in your living room with no weights, just body workouts. Learn to show up for yourself to get in some kind of routine. Because after three, four months, it's going to be much more easier to optimize what you've already been doing consistently instead of trying to find the perfect workout plan. And for parents in particular, oftentimes we think it's just one more thing I need to do on top of the list, the large list of other things I'm doing as a parent. And that's one way of looking at it. But I like to incorporate kids incorporate grandkids in the process. And the way that looks is if you're working out at home, just have them hang out with you. They could sit on the couch. They'll probably be crawling around between your legs, but just expose them to mommy or daddy working out or grandma, grandpa working out. Expose them. If you're more of like a gym going type of person, then take them to a gym that has kids club. That was my preference. So I took them to to the gym with me, checked them into the kids club. And so we had some great time driving to the gym. I would check them in. I would go do my workout. They're doing their thing. They're peeking through the window. They're seeing daddy workout. We make eye contact. Meanwhile, my wife is at home with some downtime. So she was all for it and supporting me because she got a chance to just have some me time. And so if you're married, don't just leave your kids with your spouse and go to the gym. That's just more work will create friction. Alleviate that by saying, hey, I'm going to take the kids with me. And you will have a supporting spouse throughout the journey. Start somewhere, incorporate your kids on this journey with you. So I'm hearing at least three things here in terms of taking action. One is to not see it as an excellent extra, but to incorporate it into your lifestyle. The second one would be to incorporate your children. If you have children into it, if you're working out at home, let them just be around you. If it means crawling all over you or whatever, just incorporate that into it. And the third thing would be to take them to the gym or with the gym with a kids club, which the later two, it seems would also put an imprint upon the kids that this is the norm. This is the way we do our family. Is that a, a fair assessment of some of the things that you shared here about actions that you can take in the family? That's, that's exactly right. I'm a person of faith. I bring my kids to church for a reason. We don't just do church at home, if you will. We drive and I check them into children's ministry, expose them to that environment. If we truly value health and fitness, we should probably do the same, but oftentimes we don't. So modeling it and printing it. And also, you also mentioned how it becomes a factor in your marriage. It sounds like having given your, like perhaps if you'd done the opposite of leave the kids home with your wife while you went and worked out, that might not have been as good a thing as you taking the kids with you to give her some me time. At least that it didn't hurt that you did that in terms of your marital relationship. Is that fair? Yeah. Otherwise, you work an eight to five job and then you have to go to the gym by yourself. You're not coming home till seven o'clock, let's say six thirty, seven o'clock. And so, yeah, that type of schedule does feel like 
me losing weight, me getting in shape is taken away from my family. Yeah, when be, I include can be my, perceived a little bit selfish, could be perceived as selfish, I would think. 100%. And now my 10-year-old works out with me. So for the last four years, she's been in kids club with her little brothers. And now she's at the age where she's able to do some workouts with me. And so I didn't ask her. She's like, yeah, I'm ready. I, w- I want to get on the treadmill a little bit. I want to lift some dumbbells. And so we work out together now. And so it has long-term benefits of for kids and their chances of exercising. And it can be a bonding, a special thing with your kids as well. I know that's my son is now almost 30 years old, but when he was younger, we used to work out lifting weights together and things like that. And that was a good, a good thing. I knew one, one dad, one of my retired pastor, one of the dads, one of our churches, he was not unusual to see him take his about eight or 10 year old daughter and do a kind of a, I guess I would call it a cheerleader type handstand. He put the girl on Uh his hands and hold her up and she'd do a handstand on his yeah. hands, and a lot of us are going, well, well, that's scary, but they seem to know what they were, were doing. So I'm hearing you say make this a family experience because when you say something like I don't have time, they, what I'm hearing you say is you've got to s- reframe your time. Everybody's got the same 24 hours a day, but you have to reframe it in terms of how you see your time and also see maybe a multi, kind of a multifaceted approach to this. Yuri, let's get into something we've at least touched on here for a minute. You've mentioned some of the actions that you took personally to lose 65 pounds and how that had impact on your family. And that unleashed the tiger and so on. That That's awesome. Fascinating. But you've also mentioned how taking them to church and being a kind of have a, you're a man of faith. How has a walk of faith impacted or good or bad this this transformation to get yourself in shape and to be a part of the uh, working with your family? How has a spiritual life and inner life connecting to something greater than self, your spiritual development? Is any of it related at all? And if so, let's go there. Share with me how it's related. Yeah. When I realized that working out, being in the best shape of my life, was a spiritual act, and that glorified God, that motivated me even more. Because I think many people, they disconnect their kind of weight loss journey from quote-unquote spiritual things, right? The secular sacred divide. But Paul talks about do all things for the glory of God, whether eating or drinking. The most mundane things he brings up do for the glory of God. And so when I realized, wait, my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And so God actually cares how I look, how I feel. And that is a spiritual act. Then honestly, my journey was almost for his glory. And that was my intent. And so I was actually even more focused, more driven, because I knew I was doing it for him and not just for me. And that he was excited to walk with me on this journey, that it wasn't something that I had to do on my own. And I was just going to put God in my Sunday box. But this was an everyday thing. So I think biblical theology does support this idea that, no, like us Christians being healthy is a godly spiritual thing. 
And we should fight for it the way we fight for other things, like our spiritual growth, spiritual disciplines, our devotional time. Like we usually think those are the spiritual things we do during the day. But changing diapers, taking kids to school, going to the gym, those are like mundane kind of things that we must do. Nope, not at all. Those are spiritual. And if you believe that, listener, if you believe that how you look, how you feel, your ability to jump out of bed full of energy is a spiritual thing, then that kind of might give you a different perspective and maybe that motivation for change. So that was one of the most spiritual things I did in 2018 was lose weight. Yeah. So the integration, if I'm hearing you say this, your integration of your spiritual life with your physical health, your emotional life, your relational life with your spouse and your kids, they're all, it's all part of a balanced life and lifestyle. Is that what I'm hearing you say? You really need that spiritual element to be a part of the whole. That's exactly right. Yep. Mm -hmm. I think that's an important step. I think from my perspective and what I like to teach is that you really need to incorporate action, the movement, you got to move the body, you got to take the walk, you got to lift the weights, you've got to to breathe and eat properly. That's a part of your physical self and that you do need to connect to a higher power to have a spiritual life, to have transformation as well. And then I also believe that there's a cognitive piece of this, that's the imprint, the mental part of it, the, the incorporated new habits, the process, if you will. And so I'd like to talk to you about that for a few minutes now, Yuri, about the process that you use. You've, you mentioned in the Unleashing Tiger, you have the, the get out of debt part to lose weight. Then there's the rest of the life that you apply. And I know you have something called the 4A formula. So let's talk about it for a minute. How you live life then, you know, how you live life. And I want you to, I want you to pretend like you're talking to my daughter, my son-in-law, and they have a five-year-old and a two-year-old. And there's lots of other people there in our listening audience who are either in a similar situation. They don't have enough time. They need some direction. 4A formula, go. Yeah, so 4A formula, there's four phases. The framework goes like this. The first phase is your awareness phase. Brad, there are things that we know, right? I know who I'm married to. I know what city I live in. That's an example. There are also things I know that I don't know. So I know that I don't know how to perform brain surgery. I know I can't speak French. There's a third area, and it's the things we don't know that we don't know. And once we discover those things, we have that aha moment, right? That's why you could read that verse for the hundredth time and then have that aha moment. And so it's the same for our nutrition and health. There are things that we don't know that we don't know. And so in the awareness phase, it's figuring out what I'm eating. How much am I eating? So we would log that. We would track what we're eating, what we're not eating. And then we would have a better picture understanding of what we're consuming. Because this is the wild thing. There's not a single client that comes into my program that says, Yuri, I am eating way too much. That's the craziest part. It's always like this. Yuri, I don't know why I'm not losing weight. I don't eat a lot. That's how the conversation typically goes. And so I believe they're sincere. They're genuine. They really believe that they're not eating a lot. And so we start tracking 
what they're eating. And then you have those aha moments. Let me give you an example. So, so by tracking, I want you to give me an example, but by tracking, you mean literally physically writing it down is what I'm hearing you say. Correct. There, there's, there are free apps. Let's take MyFitnessPal. That's a free app. There are other apps as well where it's a digital food diary that you actually search the food by the brand and it auto-populates and it'll tell you how many calories it has, how many, how much protein, carbs, fats, all of that data is already in the database. So you just got to enter it and save it. And so we start tracking. I look at what they're eating and I get to see what they're eating. And so my aha moment was, so I went to Chick-fil-A because that's God's chicken, right? And I used to get a, I used to eat, get a sandwich and I would dip every bite into God's sauce, right? The Chick-fil-A sauce. And I would log that and I would see something very interesting that the chicken sandwich that I ate particularly had 350 calories. But each packet of Chick-fil-A sauce was close to 140. And I would have about two of those packets. So then I saw, wait a second, one sandwich is 350 calories, but two packets of sauce was 280. That was almost, that was almost the same thing, 350, 280. So I thought to myself, wait a second, Yuri, I could eat two sandwiches, no sauce, and it would almost be the same amount of calories. And I had that aha moment. It's not so much how much food we're eating, but it's how many calories we're eating. And so oftentimes, you're, you're, in some ways, you're gaming the system, as it were. Help me out to understand what you're doing right. here. Okay. Yes, because at the yep, because at the end of the day, the way weight loss works is there's a certain amount of calories your body burns. Every single day, depending on your lifestyle, your movement, how much walking you're doing, whether you're sitting, your body's digesting food. So your body is burning X amount of calories. In order to lose weight, you just got to eat less than what you're burning. If that happens, you create that deficit and you're going to lose weight. That is the basic science. In some ways, it's simple, isn't it, Yuri? You just got to consume less than you burn. Is that kind of ultimately That's it. Simple, simple body physics, right? Or yep. physics, or, yes. All right. So that's the first yeah. A is to be aware, right? Is that awareness? Aware? And so when a client has those aha moments, we move them into that second phase, and that is accuracy. Once we see how they've been eating, I start helping them make small tweaks to what they're currently doing. See, Brad, for me, weight loss needs to be sustainable and realistic. It's not enough just that we just lose weight and we realize that this isn't sustainable. I can't keep going like this forever. So how you lose weight is very important. So I'll meet the person where they're at. I'll look at what they're eating. And then we'll say things like, okay, let's make this small tweak. You're adding a lot of oil or butter to your eggs. What if we just use the nonstick spray and then ate eggs that way? And so we've drastically cut calories without necessarily taking away the amount of food that they've been eating. And making those small tweaks makes it much more sustainable. So accuracy is getting them into that calorie deficit consistently.
And as they're there, start losing weight. Yeah, so that's the accuracy. We've got awareness. We've got accuracy. What's the third A? Third A is accelerate. So now that they're doing it, the car is moving. It's rolling. Now we ask the question, well, how can we speed this process up? And that is accelerate. And so I'll ask them the question of, do you think you could work out an extra day? Or what if we added 10 minutes of just walking on the treadmill after your weightlifting session? We ask questions of what more can you do? Notice that's the third phase, not the first phase. It's already overwhelming to start the journey. And so sometimes it's a matter of just parking at the end of the parking lot at a grocery store. And no longer taking the elevator or escalator, taking stairs and doing that over time can add up. So that is the accelerate. We start speeding up the process. And it seems like being consistent would be a part of this accelerate process, would it not? 100%. Yeah. Consistency is key. Most people fail is because they're not consistent. Right. And they give so, up too soon. So we've got awareness. We've got accuracy. We've got accelerate. What, what's our fourth A? And the fourth is advance. We begin to ask questions like, what is the best type of food to eat? Can we substitute this type of food that you're eating for a much more nutritious food? Notice, Brad, that's the fourth phase. Most program, most diets, they begin with that. Oh, you eat white rice? You can't do that. You have to have brown rice. Oh, you have, you're doing this? You can't eat that. You must start eating this. And it becomes so overwhelming that it's just not realistic. It's ideal, but not realistic. So that is advanced. Once the person is exercising regularly, they're in a calorie deficit, they're now watching and noticing that their clothes are more loose. They've downgraded a few sizes. They have more energy. Once they have all that momentum, then bringing up the question of, okay, look, I've noticed you're eating this type of food. Now, you're still losing weight by eating it, but if you really want to fuel your body in a way that's just going to just take you to the next level, would you like to consider this food option? They may say yes. They may say I'm not ready for that change, and that is okay. But eventually we go to more advanced nutrition to optimize their health and just make sure that they're performing at a high letter yeah, level. Like also, this is the place where – your formula at the this advanced stage is where it is just because a part of who you are. It is part of your lifestyle and who your life is at that point. Is that a fair assessment of your the graduated nature of your system here? That you want people to, in the advanced stage to live this life? Yeah, yeah. And notice I didn't give you the time frame for each of the phases because it's different, right? It's different. Some people don't get to advance until two years in. And so research shows 66 days for something to become a habit. But do you know how long it takes for something to become a lifestyle? 18 months, 18 to 22 months. And most people, they can create a habit of exercise. January, February, they hit the year strong. What ends up happening after that? They stop because creating a habit is not everything. It's creating a lifestyle. And to create a lifestyle, you need to be doing this for about 18 to 22 months. At that level, you're now excited to bring your workout clothes on your vacation because you're going to be that crazy person that's now exercising early morning in Cancun. 
And that's, I think it's all true. And I do some research on that and some on the book I'm writing, which shows in my case, it's about a minimum of six weeks or so to get, to begin to turn the corner a little bit or 40 days, six weeks, name of my book's 40 day away. But it has to do with, you need that time to be focused and concentrated on this. And what I'm hearing you say and the awareness and the accuracy stages, you got to work to get out of debt, as it were. You got to really be conscious of it. Be working at it. It's, it's a lot of work to do your process, is it not? At least in initial stages. Is that fair? It is. It is. It's work. Nothing good comes easy or free. Part of what part I'm going to get it at is a lot of gimmick diets and a lot of gimmick approaches would say it's super easy to lose weight and to get into shape by this pill or this piece of exercise equipment or this program. Many times easy is somehow or another incorporated into the to the marketing of the, of the product. What do you say to people who talk about, you say that this is not a gimmick program. So what are you then? What what are you, especially in comparison to those programs, which may you may think are gimmicks? Yeah. So when I think of weight loss, when I'm creating someone's program, I don't ask the question of how can you lose the weight. A lot of diets, a lot of programs out there, that's what they're concerned about. How can you lose weight? And so the way that they help them lose weight is just ridiculous and just not sustainable. Very low calorie intake for the day. You're always feeling hungry. You're miserable. And then you just go on a bench because it's just not sustainable. Or they have you do endless cardio nonstop every day. And so the way I think of weight loss is this. How can lose weight in such a way that once they reach their goal, there's nothing else to go back to because the way they lost weight was realistic, sustainable, and enjoyable. So the process to me is very important. And every single individual has their own lifestyle, has different amount of kids or no kids. It just looks completely different and they deserve their own strategy. You can't put somebody else in somebody else's box. Everyone is different. And so for me, my hat says simple plan, serious results. So it's not easy to lose weight per se, because then everybody would lose weight, but it doesn't have to be complex. And sometimes the industry, they make it so complex that it paralyzes people to take action. I simplify weight loss. It does not have to be complex. It's actually very so, simple. What I'm hearing you say, it's simple, but not necessarily easy. It does take it right. to the process here. So let's go now to the people that you serve. Let's talk about, let's say you're going to be, let's say we, that my daughter and son-in-law and their family, we're going to look, okay, Yuri, you're the man for us. Or what are, what do you offer? How do you serve families who are in this situation. What do you offer to people? How can people be in contact with you and understand what you're all about that way? Yeah. So a few things that kind of come in my coaching. Number one, they get a custom exercise program. I have an app that I customize their workout, the type of workouts, how many sets, how many reps, what the rest time, all of that. I take the guesswork out for that person. So whether they're at the gym working out or at home, we create a program around that. Then I provide nutrition coaching. Again, it's not diet. It's more of like a flexible dieting is what I call it. And that means I meet that person where they're at. I show them how they can make small tweaks to what they're already doing. 
that will get them into the calorie deficit. As a busy mom or dad, you don't have to create separate meals from the rest of the family. And so the family's eating quote unquote normal food. And here's the dieting parent eating a bunch yeah. of spinach in the corner. Like I've that seen, is not sustainable. I, I've seen that and experienced that. And that's weird for one thing. And it's, yeah. it makes life a little, there's some, some tension with that too. Okay. So how can people get a hold of you if they want to get a hold of you? So I live on Instagram and Facebook. If you're on Instagram, just search for Coach Yuri underscore. You'll find my profile there. I have a lot of free content and reels that I just give out in my Instagram stories. So I had people just send me DMs saying, hey, I've been consuming your free content and I've already lost 15 pounds. So I'm a big believer in just giving. I don't hold anything back. My value, Brad, is actual the coaching and going and walking, walking and holding someone on a daily basis to get them to their goal. As far as information, I'm not smarter than chat GPT or Google. And so I'm not going to sit there and pretend I, I have some kind of knowledge that you can't get anywhere. What I can do as a coach is be that guide, that motivator that takes you from feeling stuck and alone in this journey and putting you in a community with other like-minded moms and dads who are on mission to become healthier and happier and walk this journey with you to ensure that you actually reach your goal and not just lose that 10, 15 pounds you've been losing your whole entire life. So we'll, coaching we'll, is the value. We'll put links to your Instagram and our website, drbradmiller.com. So just one more thing, Yuri. Let's give, you talked, we've used my daughter and son-in-law as an example here, but let's hear about someone that you have worked with who've seen success with your with working with you. I'd like to hear a testimonial. Where to begin? Where to begin? Okay, let's talk about Elijah. He started at 280, all right? So he was in my program for about he's been with me for quite some time because we've had other we've had other goals since he's lost weight but he went from 280 went down to 176 so he lost all of his fat and this is the most amazing part this guy used to come home after work he works construction and he would drink two bottles of wine every night and then just go to bed and then repeat that was his life and so we got him to not only lose almost 100 pounds, we got him to stop drinking altogether. And he went from just a sedentary lifestyle, just day in, day out, doing not a whole lot, to now he travels to different towns and he does Spartan races. And he does them now with his wife. The family has become way more active. And so he's lost all of his fat. And then he's like, I'm not done. I want to put on about 15 pounds of muscle. So we took the next six, seven months of just putting on muscle. And now he's in the phase of now cutting back and getting rid of a little bit of that excess fat that you naturally get when you put on muscle. So he's kind of taken the whole journey of not just losing weight, but then putting on muscle and now cutting back down again. And his well, lifestyle is completely different. Yeah. And you've seen a change to man because of that. And that is affirming to you that what you're sharing works. And that's a good thing. Good stuff here. It's a real need out there. We know that. I know that not only from my own family, as I shared, but I know it's a need out there for many people to, and it's on their mind a lot, whether they admit it or not, to yes. lose weight, get in shape, and how it's integrated with 
other aspect of your life, your marital life, your family life, your mental health, your spiritual health are all interconnected. And you've done good yep. work here and appreciate it. It's the 4A formula. And his name is Yuri Doroshek. And it's all about helping busy parents to lose weight without dieting. And he's been our guest today on Beyond Adversity with Dr. Brad Miller. Thanks for being our guest, Yuri. Thanks so much to Yuri Doroshek. Dora Shuck for sharing with us today here on the Beyond Adversity podcast. Fascinating guy, really a high, high uh, energy guy and a, a guy who's easy to talk to. And I hope you found him good to listen to. And particularly if you may be one of those people who is a uh, family or a young mom or young dad struggling with keeping things just going in your family and you find you've let your own health and your own weight uh, go a little bit. It's easy to do. Believe me, I've been there and I've done that. And uh, he's got this methodology here. You heard it, the 4A fat loss formula. And he just, it's all about bringing out the potential of every parent and how it starts with how you feel. And you don't have to live a mediocre life. You don't have to have low energy. You don't have low confidence or self-doubt. You can turn things around. He did it and he can be helpful to you. Where we'll put links to his Instagram uh, channel at uh, our at our website, which is beyondadversity.com. Here at Beyond Adversity, we're all about being helpful to you, whether it's weight loss or overcoming depression, getting through a divorce, maybe dealing with a disease. I'm dealing with cancer right recover right now, or maybe it's a financial issue or a grief of a loss of a loved one. We're here to be helpful to you. We have over 260 episodes of this podcast devoted to you because we love you. We love you and we're all about helping you to grow through what you go through and whatever adverse life conditions that you have and to get better, to arrive at a place we like to call your promised life, a place of of peace and prosperity and purpose. You can check us out at drbradmiller.com. We're here to be helpful to you. We hope that you'll join us every week here to serve. My name is Dr. Brad Miller, and look forward to hearing being with you next time here on Beyond Adversity. Until then, good friends, remember to do all the good that you can. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. You can find a complete archive of all episodes at drbradmiller.com. That's drbradmiller.com. Or subscribe for free through Apple Podcasts and never miss an episode. Each week, we bring you a message to crush adversity and live your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose.